Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Good evening, and welcome back to the Bardic College Presents Secrets of the Seraphim. Uh, the entire crew is back with us, and we are about to find out exactly what we're going to do about these key issues that are facing the the crew and the mission at hand. They need to take care of a few things before they can make their way forward and reach out to the next contact. So let's find out what they've come up with. Jezebel, you were able to stumble your way, walk your way kind of home, uh, back onto the boat. It's now about nine bells in the evening and everyone is gathered in the captain's quarters. <clears throat> charts or Jezebel throws some charts down. She says she's got things to tell everybody, talk about, and we'll come up with a final plan of the approach and f make sure everybody's on the same page. If we're splitting up, how we're going to do this, <clears throat> we're going to figure that out right now. So door opens. Elisa, you're the first one who sees her, but Isabel comes walking in. I would like to refresh the dear listeners that Isabel is dressed as a decently convincing guy. Halt. Who goes there? Yeah, it'd be, you know, draw a pistol. If you fire... That thing at me, I, I swear to God, I will take my rapier and jam it in your ass. Put it away. Why do you sound like Issa? Who are you? Because it's yes, Isabel. It is Isabel. But it's, that... Oh my. She, it's... We all know what she did before I'm wearing... she joined the Seraphim. I'm wearing a disguise. Don't well, you find... Honestly, I don't know why you all are Where surprised. are your... She points to her chest. I open my shirt a little bit they're taped down like with like you know the like wrapped up in linen like yeah i just put them away anika don't worry they're still there and still ample if you'd like to rest your head upon them i uh th that won't be necessary just a sorry so... anika had her cuddles earlier today oh how nice what, what did i miss <laughs> what my head is pounding someone get me another drink Oh, by the way, you're welcome. I have secured maps to the Crescent Empire for when we leave all of this bullshit planning behind and we go and pursue the innocent virgin about to be sold into slavery. See? I have secured maps. Thank you, Isabel. Why do I not have a drink in my hand? Hello? A Gracias, thank you. She hands you a lovely sherry. These glasses are tiny. Gregor, did you have them made yourself? Are they custom? They're to my specifications. What do you expect? Well, it's tiny glass. I want bigger. That, Isabel, is what an appropriate serving of sherry looks like. Well, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. You should go to the place that I just um, partook of. The uh, What was it called? The sip and the swallow or something? I don't know. But the point is, the drinks come in buckets. And then, when you need to vomit up your guts because the drinks are so strong and vile and terrible, you can use the bucket. And for an extra copper piece, they let you keep it. I will add That's... that to my bucket list. Huh? 
<laughs> list of buckets. Now, Aye. so when is the ship making way? Have you all come to your bloody senses? When are we going after the girl? I have prepared the maps. Well, that is what we're discussing. I. We have to figure out the Banshee and the Barghast first. Oh, we're still doing that? Aye. Well, that's, that's what happens when you give your word. Yeah, you kind of have to do it, or people come after you and try to kill you. Not necessarily. It's happened before. Uh, this I'm might this here. might be a bit different. By the time we get back near home, we'll be finding knives at our backs everywhere we go. You can't turn on the Brotherhood. Clearly, you have never, you know. You are very afraid of them, aren't you? No, it's called respect. It's called respect. I, I had a joke about, you know, leaving a married woman's bedroom, but say no more. Anyway. Just a blank look around at the others. What? Moving on. Yes. So, you said you had some new information for us, besides the charts? Ah, I mean, I made a friend, but who knows how, you know, he's not very important, but, um, you know, we're sorting out, what do you mean we're sorting out the, the Banshee, the Bargas? I thought the big fucking ship was on its side or something, getting if it needs a spot treatment or something, we have we've, to just go get it. We've yet to figure out how to get the Bargas and the Banshee to meet, but I think I have an idea, another one. Okay, go on. We go meet the bar guest, have have him him follow us, and then when we get near to the Banshee, have him start firing at us like we're being chased. And we just lead the bar guest to the Banshee. The bar guest starts firing upon him. We'll circle around. Fire from the other side, presumably. If it comes to that, I... Yeah, I, I fear it might, or he'll he'll back off and leave. We just have to convince the Banshee to fire upon us as well, and then I... I've been thinking about this, Captain, and I'd be, I'd be wondering, would your man maybe, your men maybe go for attacking it, but just disabling it, as it were? You know, a sail here, a bow thruster there. Like when you're, like when you're trying, it's like stage fighting. Ah, it's like stage fighting. When all you do is bloody someone's lip, but then they spit it out and it looks all dramatic. Perhaps. It not, it's, it's not just the men that has a problem with firing upon the, the Banshee, but you do have an idea. We could fire towards the Banshee, same as the Bargast would be firing towards us. And if they take it the wrong way... You think you have the power to stop a moving cannonball? Either you're the best marksman with a cannon, or you're God. No, I think he means aiming no. your punches in strategic places, that's all. Aye, we don't actually hit the ship, we hit the water around it. We hit the water in front and the sides. The sails, the, you know, well, the big pretty thing that sits on the front. The they're game. strategic, and then there's bad gunners. I, I, I... I have to be careful. I've got my reputation to look after first. Oh my god, they're going... We'll never see them again. Or like I've been trying to say, we don't need to use the Banshee at all. Oh, there's a different plan. 
I... We have to have the Banshee and the Bargast engage in battle. But why? Those were because that was the word that Mr. York gave the Queen. And I also promised them to get their pirates. It seems like we're offering a lot <laughs> and risking our necks to do their dirty work. How about we do half of the job and give them something better? What do you think? Better. I believe I owe Winthorpe Day a good punch in the face, or a pile driver to the face. I could, what, during my siege of the, of Fort Freedom, grab him, the pirates will have his fun, the queen will get a pound of flesh, that is also very important, and we will not be implicated in the destruction of an Avalonian ship. And besides, we are doing this little mission in the hopes that we get my brother out, and if we do not think that the Banshee can be taken by us alone, and we also have Miss Thomas's mission of our, we need to take on ourselves, really, what are pirates doing if not doing things for themselves? We should not push it if we don't have to, but again, I look. I don't know. I don't know what everybody else is thinking. Gregor looks at Ezra and just a real pointed look and says, do you think the queen would accept that? Well, I think the queen is under the impression that our, if we, that our fine ship is a pirate ship. And so I, if a pirate ship were to not get involved in pirate matters, that might be misconstrued as not giving a crap. Pardon the expression. Kind of like two Vestin ships go to a destination, only one land and the other one says, I'll see you next year. Doesn't bode so well. We're still doing and, a pirate act by stealing the men. And a, and, a stealing an official. They, yes. We're what not, is wrong with this plan? Getting their men was part of getting your men. Your brother. Remember, we are, our bargain wasn't to get their men. Our bargain was to get your brother and to make, to help them in the wager. She asked me for that. That's my part of the deal satisfied. And you have saved her the trouble of having to get Winthorpe Day. Takes care of a big player in the Atibian Trading Company situation, no? Aye, but you... We don't have to bother the angry man from Eisen. If if you take the head of the Atibian Trading Company out of, off the table for a couple months... Uh, the Banshee would have no orders. So she would effectively be sitting there waiting. Not really, sh you know, she would guard the, the area of Fort Freedom, but there would be no commanding officer to dispatch her or tell her what to go hunting uh, or what trade routes to be looking at, out for during what time of year. So the Avalonian ship would probably run out of time. Uh, that would effectively disable her in a way. I like, so you really have two strong plans. The third thing is I need to hear from Elisa. What is your, what do you want to do about the cameo? And have you and Ezra come to an, uh, an understanding about the coin? How do you want to approach that? Do you want to say it in front of everybody? What are you doing, Elisa? No, because Ezra made it very clear that he didn't want everyone else to know about the rubies. So that's why I had said, um, I need to look over the finances. I'm going to be downstairs looking them over. Okay. Um, 
I had hoped that we were able to speak with each other, but the more I'm thinking about it, I don't know if we should involve Becca only because we she's royally pissed off and she's got every right to be. Um, I don't think that even me and Annika going over there and convincing her it's going to take a lot of coin and she might even want something else. She might want Gregor as well as the coin and that's mm -hmm. not something that I'm willing to compromise on. Well, you don't know until you ask, but that's okay. That is true, but I, the more that I'm thinking about it, I just think that I don't know how I feel about involving her. I just think it's going to be more money, and we don't have that. Ezra does, but I don't know how I'm going to be able to repay him until I speak with him. All right, but. so let's let's table that for a couple more minutes. We have two options until Isabel speaks in a moment. Yeah. One option is everything lies in Annika's hands. We decide who we're sending up the wall, and Annika goes in with her men and tries to, you know, hatch it quietly in the middle of the night, kill as many men as, you know, get the men out without as much bloodshed, but grab the commander of the fort, Winthrop Day. We have Gregor's plan, which actually came out of, I, I think is a good mixture of plan, if you're going to worry about the Banshee, and that is have the Bargast chase them, now, the Bargast knows the waters coming into the bay, firing on the Seraphim. Uh, this, you know, you the only risk you run is that the fort starts firing on him as well. And those are 18-pounders, and they go a long way. So while I like the idea, it, it's going to require some really good maneuvering, and you're going to have to somehow make him think that you've done something so egregious or... The Seraphim is such a, a prize that the Bargast would sail under the guns of a fort and the Banshee coming in on her. Like, it, it, I, I like the, like the chutzpah of it. Just got to work out a few of the kinks. Jezebel, go ahead here at this point and tell them what you're thinking, that there's another ship that you might be able to use and what you're thinking of using it for. Okay. So I didn't know how relevant this would be, but, you know, then... Uh, I made a friend when I was at the the sip and the swallow. You've mentioned. Um, did I? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm. I mean, I made a friend. So, um, his name is Captain. He's he's from Montaigne, and yes, I know. Surprising that I've made friends from Montaigne. Anyway, he's a relatively new captain in the area. He has a he has a ship, and he's eager to prove himself. Now. I don't speak nautical, but it looks like the ship, it sounds like the ship is small and squat, sits really low, sits really high on the water, low. Like, the thing is, it's 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 small. Or maybe we could use it to do something, load it up with explosives, blow it up. I don't know. But the point is, uh, maybe we could, this is a person who would help us for next to nothing. He's kind of stupid. If we're going with the Banshee plan, I need an escape route, and you would be busy fighting off any gunners, so I would need a sh an escape route. He could transport the prisoners and my Vestens off the island to safety. Aye, that sounds... Having a third ship in the mix definitely makes this more workable, I believe. So, I said I would meet him, you know... Later, I mainly set it to play some cards, but 
Would I the Montaigne help a Veston? I think a pirate would help a pirate. Yeah, he's on the black now. He's really looking for coin. So if there's Why any... All right, let me rephrase okay. that. Would Vestons allow Montaigne to save their asses? I'd have to think about this. Maybe not. Are you serious? Well, are you? Well, I did kick some Montaigne ass a while back, so... We're not exactly friendly. I'm not, I'm not friendly with them either. This, this man is, he's a pirate captain. He's almost, listen, you'd be using him like a, remember small bond head? It's like that. You're just sitting Do in Do not compare bond. a Montaigne man to that genius. Well, okay. So there's that situation. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> small bond Ted knew how to handle a rudder. I didn't know you got that familiar with him. Fuck, damn it, Justin. I was going to make that joke in my accent. This would have been better. What's the final? You got five minutes to come up with a call, team. What, what about if we, if we use this, this Montaigne man? Because he'll probably go for a much less coin. What if we don't, if we use him to go to the Crescent Empire? <laughs> he'll never find him. No, I, I, he thought. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a nice this, thought. Nice Listen, I I don't want I do not personally think we should put the the life of Elisa's sweet sister in this man's hands, because um he's a young captain, he's inexperienced, he buys thrifted clothing for way higher value than it is worth. It's he's not a good idea. All right, Annika. So the choice is to let the dirty Montaigne man go after the Miss Thomas's younger sister. No, I just said that's no, not a plan. Not an option. No, we could, we, but we could use him to to transfer the vestments. Aye, and if he if he is higher in the water than even the seraphim, he'll be able to maneuver slower, but more accurately. Well, yeah. the options then are still. We need to decide if we like want to do the banshee section, or I just do a double whammy on the fort and save our ship the possible damages that we could incur and immediately head off to fight Elisa because we will most likely, no matter how well we maneuver, we're going to get hit. And that means time and dock repairing. We're now enemies of Avalon because the word will get out that an Avalonian ship named the Seraphim fired on Banshee, blah, blah, blah. And... That's assuming that the Bargas leaves any survivors. No, what she's talking about, we know she's reputation. talking about not using the Bargas at all. She's talking yeah, about not using the Bargas, about just having her go off on her plan, maybe paying the Montaigne dude, and mm-hmm. he sails them and then waits offshore, picks them up, presumably, I guess, at night, because yeah. if he's riding high in the water, he's not going to be hard to spot or fire on. Um so you're talking about doing it sooner than later, quietly. We don't involve mm-hmm. the Bargast at all. And we go back and say, hey, we decided not to do the plan, but bam, here is the, here's the governor. They're not, if we don't talk to the Bargast, then they don't know the situation with the Banshee was when we got there. Like, oh, we saw the ship had like reinforcements or something. I don't know. It's just, I feel like she would still be happy with getting her men and also having a wonderful prisoner in Winthorpe Day. Right, it's yeah. Well, like... I, I don't think we even need to make anything up about the Banshee. I think we just say we saw an opportunity 
to cut to the chase, to not have to worry about a grand plan. We got him and we've got this other guy and now you can ransom him. You should be happy. And no one ever fired on the bar guest. Exactly. Your ship is safe. And yeah. Yeah. Talk about pirate nature. You know, it's we saw a new opportunity, a better opportunity. We went for it and we got you something better. Yeah, because we're still going to get her pirates freed. And we're going to yep. we're going to get her someone that she can hold on to, which will effectually effectively make the Banshee befuddled or, or useless un, until it's too late and then they have to switch out to another country. Yeah, another country. And even then, when they send in another officer, they're, they have a, at least a hostage or ransom situation. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I think we get them something even better. Yeah, yeah, really, we, it really is not a bad plan. I, I, um, I agree. Because that, that it's great for the bar gas, too, because then he doesn't have to, he can finish doing what he's doing and no one will ever fire on him because he probably would have taken some decent damage oh he's gonna get the shit kicked out oh, yeah. of him. yeah yeah major damage so it it saves you know one of their major ships and okay so the plan is that we're gonna the crew will split up somehow with annika taking the bulk of it gregor i was trying to ask this is why i was asking ezra if the queen would accept that yeah i don't think we ask we just do okay yeah i, th- I think we he's already kind of said that this is a good plan so yeah i, th- I think it's one of those things where there's that saying, right? It's easier to beg forgiveness than it is to say please. That is exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, all we truly promised was to cripple the Banshee and get her these yeah, pirates. Which, well, which yeah. we would do, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm cool with the plan. I just want to make sure that the Queen is not going to still be mad at us, or you think you don't think she will. So, cool. Now that that's settled, we're going to make the decision on whether or not to use Captain P- the, the other Captain, the Montaigne Captain, to get Annika and her people over there. Um, we'll figure out for next time also who's going and and how how many are going. Like Annika's taking Jezebel or Annika's taking, you know, Ezra or whoever wants to make a, a be a part of that whole raid. We can deal with that in a minute. Elisa, you needed to talk to Ezra, so I'm sure somehow you can go, you know, call him out and talk to him about your thoughts on getting the cameo involved. Yeah, when we're done talking, I'll just say that uh, you know. I need to go downstairs and uh, and and tend to the guns and make sure every, okay. everything is squared away. I just want to get that sword, what we're doing with that as well. Yeah, I'll mumble some excuse about um, going to check the stores downstairs and I'll follow We'll him. just have to make okay. sure we don't do that too often. What's up, Annika? <laughs> <laughs> um, after Ezra and Elisa talk, I would pull Issa to the side and talk about this Montaigne captain. Like, because if we can keep the Seraphim out, like, with an alibi that wasn't a part of this raid and we just have, like, oh, there was a pirate ship there instead of the Seraphim because it's distinctive, I would say we use him during the raid instead of the Seraphim. But I would have to talk uh, to Issa about that. Yeah, I think that's part of her plan. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. We can have that conversation either. Uh, we'll see what we come up with, you know, once we're done with uh, this part, we can do it off mic. Yeah. But that's fine. That's a good point. Yep. So, uh, Elisa, you and Ezra are able to get downstairs and uh, have your conversation about your sister-in-law. So, you can go ahead. All right. I'll um, I'll come downstairs and I'll approach him and uh, just start by saying, um, I got to think. Is what you offered me earlier still on the table? 
Well, it's around my neck, but it sooner can be. I figured you'd be wanting it. And I um I I just take off the, the pouch from around my neck and I give her the pouch. And I say, only use what you need. If you need it all, then you need it all. But there's a small king's ransom there. It shouldn't take four rubies to buy a girl. Then it won't. But if it does, you've got it. And like I said, it didn't come from me. Of course, but Ezra, this is not a small sum. I don't have much that I can repay you with. I have my rings. Do you have your loyalty? Always. Will you be loyal to Ezra? I won't ask you to do anything creepy or unnatural. I'm just saying, if the time comes and I need a mate by my side, will you stand by me? I will. Then it's yours. And I put my hand over hers and the thing and say, it bought me way into a different life. Maybe it'll save your sister from a bad one. She's speechless for a second because she's not really sure um, what to say. Um, but then she looks up at him and goes, my part of the seraphim, when this is all done. Ah, now we'll talk, we'll talk. He gives her a very uncomfortable hug, and he and he and he says, "Not a word. I don't need any. I don't need my reputation being destroyed now." I would never. I I wouldn't. I couldn't. Wouldn't dream of it. Um, then it's done. I uh just awkwardly <laughs> uh just sort of shake them and smile at him and uh do a salute and then realize. Why did I salute? I, uh, and then I, I nod at him and I hit the wall as I try to go back up the stairs and I look back at him and smile again and I go shaking my head the whole time going, oh my God. Ezra pulls out the harmonica and, and just uh, starts playing as he walks around the gun deck, realizing that this will give good cover to what just happened and plays a happy tune. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll slip the uh I'll slip the pouch around my neck. Right. And, you know, keep it hidden. It's lays up against the rings that I have on my necklace. Okay. So what's your plan to use it with? How are you going to do it? I'm considering going over and speaking to Becca about hiring her to go over there to try to get my sister. Okay. I want to speak to Annika about this. All right. So you find Annika. Yeah. I am. I'm if, is it night or is it day? Oh no, it's about 10 PM. Oh, 10 PM. Yeah. Then she would be, uh, organizing the shift change and getting ready to go into her bunk because she does not do night watch if she can avoid it. Okay. But yeah, she's just organizing the, who's going to do the night watch and then who's going to do that. So below decks in the, quarters with the with the grunt workers suppose the grunt crew okay annika hmm what she's looking around. i was hoping to i was hoping to catch you uh before you uh turned in for the evening um may i speak with you privately is this about something do, do you need supplies or something? Is that is do, uh, uh, no? Um, I I have an idea, and I feel like 
I feel as you're the only one that I can really possibly speak to about this that might be helpful. Okay, um, lead the way to a private area, I suppose. I mean... Oh, don't watch me like that, boys. Go to work. She's yelling at the men. And then follows Elisa where she will. I guess we'll just go to the storeroom because I feel like that is uh, probably one of the only places that we can go. That makes sense. So I'll close the door and I turn to her and I say, it's about my sister-in-law. Yeah. And I might have an idea on jump-starting her rescue. Okay. Go on. Becca O'Rourke's ship hmm. is a smuggling ship. It's fast. It's elusive. It might be the perfect jumpstart to fetching Alchenzia, getting a head start, going to secure her so that we can maybe go fetch her later. She nods her head, waits for you to continue. I need someone to go with me to the cameo to speak to Becca to even find out if this might be a possibility that she would even entertain. And with your background in with your merchant background and your I figured that you would be the best. I Isabel, she's good at what she does, but I think that this needs to be you and me. You want it handled delicately, yeah? Yes. Fair enough. How do you plan on getting the money to her as a convincing argument? Because I cannot make any deals without knowing what I'm paying her with. There were a few precious things I was able to smuggle out of Vodace before I left my family behind. Hmm. A few precious jewels are one of them. Are we talking like sapphires, aquamarines, diamonds? Because you know diamonds are not actually worth that much. Rubies. Hmm. Three of them. Can I see the rubies? I've dealt in jewel deals before. Um... I'll reach around, I'll reach into the pack and I'll pull out one of them. Okay. Okay. With her appraisal skills, with uh, just knowing merchant backgrounds, uh, she could tell that it's worth a hefty sum. And she goes, "This could ease her ire about Gregor, and possibly take care of some of the price to get your sister off the ship." And you said you had more of these? Hmm. Fair enough. Here's the plan. They're worth about 800 pieces of eight each. Yeah, I figured. It'll smooth her ire and then care for about a bit of the price, but it would need a little more to cover the whole sum. That would assume it. If one for the girl, 800 pieces of eight, is a that's a lot. That's a good amount. Yeah. And probably both of them to hire her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, she goes, here's the plan. The only way that this is going to work is if you 
talk to start the conversation tell her why we need to hire her and also mention the fact that we are running a mission with the queen to save some pirates save her brethren and also give them a boon for the brotherhood that gets us on her good side then we bring up the rupees price payment we do not bring them all with us you understand until we are certain that she is taking the job we only have one or two in our possession and in order to ensure that she's going to be honest about getting your sister and to ensure her protection we give her almost 50 to 60 percent up front then pay her upon completion of the mission because we do not want you wasting these on a liar and a cheat and is someone going to want to go with them Annika could mention that. Now, Elisa, the raid on the fort is not a place where you could possibly be of help. But this is your sister. If you think you can keep Alchenzia safe on that ship, and you want to retrieve her yourself, that way Alchenzia knows you can be trusted, or Becca can be trusted to save passage her away, that is up to you. This is your family. I wouldn't feel right leaving, but it is Alchenzia. It is, I already abandoned my family once, I can't do it again. I'll offer myself to go with Becca, but I'll do it alone. I can't separate our captain or our best fighter. We're going to need to discuss this with the others, because they're not about to just... uh... Gregor's going to be the hardest to convince because this is his nemesis and he did shoot her in the leg but at the end of the day this is your money this is your sister I see no problem with giving a smuggler exactly what they desire and that is wealth we can handle Gregor when it comes to it fair enough I will be there for you I can use my vest in negotiation tactics and I Knowing your background now more fully, you could probably do this by yourself, but if you need the muscle as well, I can be a very intimidating presence, huh? You are. I I would feel better having someone else there with me. Doesn't hurt that you could crush a few skulls with your bare hands. I know. I miss it. I had a chance to take out her larynx. I bet you did, not knowing anything about fighting. <sighs> I'm just, like, smiling, like, okay. I'm I'm sure. All right. So here's what we're going to do. <clears throat> we're going to, um, I think we're going to wrap it up here because to go any further into either what situation is going to make it a little, a little crazy. Alisa, this is going to probably become one of your solo parts of your adventure. So we will set up the fact that Becca will take you out and we'll, we'll set, we'll take a few minutes of the next time we record for you to explain to the, the captain and the rest of the crew off mic will do that. And then we'll come back with their decision to say your goodbyes. You'll head out and uh, that'll be a part of your solo adventure. And then we will go into who's going to go on the raid with Annika. We'll do that. We may even do some of that off mic as well so that we can get right into, you know, who's making the storming of the castle. If the Seraphim is going to be in town, what are they going to do? What are they waiting to do? How are they going to pass their time? There's a couple things that need to be tidied up, but it sounds like our plan is, we're going to let the Montaigne ship 
bring the uh, Vestons over, scale the fort from the blind, you know, one of the blind sides to the north, get in around 2 a.m., knock everybody out, grab Winthorpe Day, release the pirates, get back down to the, in, you know, onto the water, onto the Montane ship, sail away. And then the Seraphim's never implicated, the Bargast is never put into danger. And in the meantime, you're on your way out to go get a uh, Chanzia. Does that sound like a, pretty much a wrap on where we're at? Sounds perfect to me. Okay. Then, uh, crew, good job tonight. From all of us here at the Bardic College, I want to say thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. We've got this. Uh, this was a lot of just preparing and prep. But you, I'm sure as players, you understand and people that listen that sometimes this stuff is necessary in order to come up with these massive moments that we're going to be having. Uh, but, crew, good job. From uh, myself and all the rest of us, I want to say thank you. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff on Facebook and everywhere else you listen to us. And until next time, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.